So I just, I say, say yes. Dang, that was loud. <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome Hello. back to another very loud episode <laughs> of Break Room Banter. I'm your host, Hunter Walden. And I'm your co-host, Erica the Red. And this week, Erica, I would love for you to introduce our guest. Okay. Are we going to We're just going to skip it because I <laughs> forgot it. It's okay. fine. Okay. So um, this week we have um, the darling Miss Lauren. Is it Eggers? Eggers. Eggers. Yep. Oh. Um, yep. And we're having Lauren on. She is a salon owner. 870 Beauty Bar in um. What is the name of the town you live in? Jonesboro. Arkansas. Jonesboro. That's right. Yeah. Jonesboro, I was like, oh my god, I'm Arkansas. I'm blank. I'm blanking right now. I know. I know it. Um, no, Jonesboro. I mean, it's a small little dot on the map. <laughs> we're small, but we're big. It's yeah. like the biggest town, small town vibe ever. I love it. That's cute. So, well, I wanted to have Lauren on because I know I talked about it on. Um, last week's episode, but Lauren, you, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but you and your story as a single mom and what you've been able to achieve as a stylist was like a huge inspiration for me um, at the point that I was at when I moved over here to the South. And I just like want you to know that I really appreciate yeah. that. And that's why I wanted to have you on because I feel like um, you've got an amazing story and it can be hard as a single mom. And I know that yeah. I'm not the only <laughs> other single mom on the planet. So I just thought it would be great to have you on and kind of talk about your yeah. story. And, um, I remember when you were about to move down here, yeah. we had like an hour conversation I know. and I was like, you can do it. I was like, you can do it. I remember um, you telling me, girl, women in the South will drive like in a tornado to get their hair done. Like, I know that's right. <laughs> Literally. I, I had, you know, we had a lot of tornadoes uh, this year, and I had a girl say throughout a tornado that pretty much flattened so much land just to get her hair done. Wow. They'll drive through <laughs> ice storms. They'll drive through tornadoes. I mean, it, it's whatever. They'll That's do anything crazy. to get their hair done. Well, I mean, yeah. that is proven true, so yeah. <laughs> I am grateful for that advice, my dear. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so let's just dive right in. Um, how long have you been doing hair, Lauren? You want to do the peak in the pit? <sighs> oh, yeah. Almost. See, here, Hunter's forgot something, and now I'm forgetting something. I'm on, I'm on it today. So, <laughs> peak and pit, you whores. <laughs> okay, it's, a, it's a Monday. It's a so, Monday. We're just getting our week started. Right. That's true. <laughs> That's mm. Okay. We'll go with that. Um, so, we start each episode with peak and pit, which would be, like, high points of the week and low points of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you are our guest of honor. I'm going to let you go first. Um, so, this week. I actually had today off. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been living in our house for about, I don't know, maybe a month. And I finally got Jansen's room, my daughter's room. Nice. The wallpaper up, then the curtains up. And I was, <laughs> my assistant came and helped me, but I was like, thank God I got that done. Cause, uh, and then I'm, I'm getting my closet systems in now. Oh. oh. Yeah. So you're still working um, on stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been a... Um, it's a never-ending process. Very, yeah. Uh, interesting, interesting <laughs> journey through that. But, yeah, I'm finally getting closet. Okay. Ooh. Are and, you uh, having, like, a whole bougie closet right? system? I hope. I think I like <laughs> I think I'm going to like it. Yeah. I, he showed me pictures, so... 
I really liked that. Uh-huh. Let's but, hope it looks like that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I hope so, because I got way too many clothes for it. To right? I was going to say that. Lauren has it. the cutest wardrobe ever. <laughs> you need to come down because I'm selling, like, tons of them. Oh. So, yeah. There you really? go. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I'm trying to think my low point. Um, I try not to have low points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I don't know. Uh, low points. Dang. I don't know. If, guys, I, I try to. <laughs> I try not to do low points because yeah. that gets me down. I'm a very empathetic person, so I'm like, if I have a low point, I feel it. Yeah, I get that. I like that. Yeah. We know we don't have low points. I like that. There you go. That's yeah, fine. If you have low points, you just gotta rise from that. Right. So, like, oh, I, I love it. I'll get it. through it. Yes. That's right. Yeah. All right. What about you, Erica? Oh, this is hard because we just doubled this. Um, <laughs> let me see. You want me to go and then you yeah, can go? you go first. Okay. So my peak is that we finished the uh, record cabinet. Yes. And it's so cute. Yeah. So we got a bunch of furniture from my grandma's house, and <laughs> nice. um, we refinished this record cabinet, and we've been working on it for like, I mean, honestly, just a week. Mm-hmm. But we finished it and seeing how like happy yeah. Bradley was that he, I mean, when I say we, I mean, I painted Bradley a shelf. Did it. <laughs> yeah, I painted a shelf and I helped him look for fabric that he ultimately picked his own, himself. Yeah. Um, but I love it. It's and seeing so him be so happy to have it finished, it's I was so like, cute. oh, that's so adorable. Yeah. It's like, like this old thing. Yeah. Yeah. Painted and now it's like teal and gold and it's got this cool fabric in it. It's like a record player, an old school record player. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. I want a record player oh, so bad. It's adorable. Um, yeah. So that was your. That's your my peak. peak. And then my pit is that. Oh, I don't know that I have a pit. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess I'm the only one who's going to... Oh, Let's just skip no. the pits this week Peaks for Lauren. Only. I like Peaks it. only. Yeah, Lauren, no there no are no pits. I like it. Um, lately, it's been harder to come up with pits, so I'll take that as a positive. So mm-hmm. my peak would be... Um, I can't say that it's that Deacon's here, but that's obviously what it is. But <laughs> um, I would say... Today would be my peak because mm-hmm. last week we had some scheduling issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now this week we got to interview both our guests. So, mm-hmm. and it's been great so far. So, yeah, I'd say that's my peak. Yeah. So, period. Cool. All right. <laughs> and now, now we're moving on. And now we can dive into the episode. <laughs> so, um, Lauren, like I said, you do own a salon now. Um, but how long have you been doing here? About 12 years. About 12 yep. years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Doesn't and, feel that long, but yeah. I know, right? And then what got you? Why hair? Whew. Um, this is funny. Uh, so I never really thought I would do hair. Mm-hmm. Like, that, seriously, was the last occupation I ever thought I would do. A lot of people, when they get out of high school, they automatically say, I want to do hair. I want to go to hair school. Um, that wasn't me. I started college. I was a, I couldn't 
I couldn't do it. I couldn't pass math. Yeah. Math was my, I, Girl, mean, I hated same. math. <laughs> and I was in that intermediate oh, my course. God. Yeah. I failed like the intermediate algebra like three times. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? How am I going to do this? If uh-huh. I can't even pass math. So yeah. I dropped out of college and then I moved to Memphis, mm-hmm. most random place to move. And I lived with my uncle and I worked at a, panning salon and then I just was not going nowhere yeah. I was probably like 21 and my parents said if you just want to move back down here we'll pay for you to go to hair school I was like like is that yeah. my last option like hair school like I love hair but do I want to do it for a living mm-hmm. but y'all whenever I got into hair school I really realized that's where I need to be and yeah. that's what God had me like that's what my purpose was. Yeah. I, I love it now. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I first got out of hair school, you know, I think everybody gets to that point. Is there, are they going to make it? Mm-hmm. Are they going to? Is this what I need to be doing? But I kept pushing and pushing and pushing, and that's where I found a lot of the passion and the skill I had for it. Mm-hmm. So the more I worked at it, the more fun it got. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like and it. So now I love it. I love that. <laughs> well, the so, more yeah, you worked really on it, the like easier a, it got. So then it was just like, "Woo, this is fun." You're like, "This is." Then you can it, enjoy yeah, it. yeah. Like the easier it got, the more the clientele started coming in. But like the more confident you got mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the job, you just it was more fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, did you have a mentorship or like an associateship when you started doing hair? Uh, no, not really. Okay. Um. So I don't know if Erica told you, but I lived in Nashville for a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I lived there for about, I would say, three to four years. But when I moved back to Jonesboro, I worked with a woman up until I started 870. Mm-hmm. Her name was Miss Linda. And she owned a big salon uh, at Jagged Edge in Jonesboro. And I would say she probably put the drive in me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, she had good work ethic and she was always very kind and I kind of strive to be like her as a business owner. Okay. Oh, oh that's I awesome. Like that. That's really sweet. So when you did, did you start doing hair in Nashville? I worked a year here in Jonesboro mm-hmm. and then I moved to Nashville. Okay. And then whenever I moved, I quit the salon and the girl said, you're just leaving on a hope and a dream and I was like heck yeah I am yeah. so that's right you're like and <laughs> yeah like why not like let's yeah. try it I love that yeah and I mean you obviously made it work for a while right yeah yeah <laughs> she if said I'm I mean I, it worked myself, yeah yeah I'm like I don't I can't believe it but yeah I'm like dang like I'm doing it uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, that's crazy. crazy so you did you work commission when you started out or did you? I have never worked commission. So you've always been booth rent. This is cool. Yes. I want to hear about how that went for you right out of school because Hunter and I just did an episode about booth renting and mm-hmm. we both work commission and we joke that we're too dumb to do <laughs> booth rent. So, yes. and we're always like, it's always great to go into a commission setting. But if you started out renting your own station, what did that look like right out of school? Um, I hustled and bustled a lot mm. i remember hustle, bustle, like, and wrestle. Ago, we didn't we didn't Sorry, have that's a quote like from a movie i just oh. watched <laughs> <laughs> we 
but you know, like twelve years ago, Facebook, Instagram, all that mm-hmm. really wasn't around then. Mm-hmm. So that's what's so weird now is I see the generation of hairstyles coming in and they have all this social media, which is a great that's yeah. a great platform to start at. But whenever I started at Booth Rental, I literally printed off pieces of paper and said like makeovers and put mm-hmm. them on car windows. Oh wow. I put business and cards in box color. Did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It That's sprouts. So smart. <laughs> oh my gosh. The manager of Sprouts called but, the salon and said, You have to tell your stylist to stop doing this. <laughs> People are getting mad. I would, uh, but you know, That's I think hilarious. to get clients in, yeah. you have to make money. Yeah. So I would charge $50 highlight. Oh, wow. Uh, $50 highlight. It might took me four hours, but guess what? I'll give them in that mm-hmm. chair. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> They're going to be, like, eventually this is all going to pay off. Uh-huh. Do you so still I have really clients know. from then? Yeah. You do? Yeah. I love that. I do. I do. It is, I know we talk about it now. I'm like, you remember when I was so cheap and oh. I, I jacked up your hair? <laughs> right. And you still stuck with me? <laughs> it's because they love you, you know? So, I, I mean, know. The it's, hair is only awesome. part of the equation. But. Yeah. So, then you moved to Nashville. And in Nashville, how did you, did you do some of the same things to build clientele or? Nashville was um, definitely a whole different ball game mm-hmm. coming in. Uh, I knew so many people from my hometown and uh, I re- I, start, I actually bartended too in Nashville just to make money. Mm-hmm. But uh don't think my I really felt like my confidence level kind of dropped there were so many people mm-hmm. in Nashville which I think at that point in time I really wasn't in the right place right set of mind I wanted to I mean y'all know there's always something going on there oh, yeah yeah and it's a never-ending thing so mm-hmm. I really probably didn't try as hard Mm-hmm. Um, but I did rent out a space underneath the Bluebird Cafe in Green Hills, mm-hmm. and I had, like, a little room to do hair in. Okay. Cool. And then, wait, I, I take that back. I did do commission one time, and I told them guy cuts were my weak point. Mm-hmm. They gave me a guy cut, and on top of that, it was a curly-headed guy cut, oh. and he, and I got fired from that commission salon. Oh, oh no. For that haircut? And, yeah, in one day. Oh. You worked there like, one day you, and you got fired? I, guys I was like, I'm going to jack it up because oh I don't, I hate God's cut. But... <laughs> they yeah. knew that going in and then fired you anyways? That's <laughs> messed I up. I was like, wow, way to like <laughs> stomp on my dream. Yeah, right? Wow, that's harsh. Yeah, Ooh. so that that was a downfall. Yeah. But then I was like, I'm try to pick myself back up but i was like okay this is hard mm-hmm. these national so, yeah. salons are cutthroat though yeah. some of them yeah That's i had one hair. literally after my interview they emailed me and said we discussed it with the team you are not good enough <gasps> and oh, then definitely. that was it period yeah it's like <laughs> i was like wow. um and then you i emailed them back and i was like excuse me can you tell me why yeah <laughs> can yeah. you tell me why like, what uh, did I do? Because I thought I did a pretty good job. Did they respond? Nope. Never oh. responded. Ghosted. Blocked Oops. on Instagram everything. Dang. 
Yeah. That's oh insane. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a get, that's a blessing in disguise yeah. right oh, there. Totally. Yes. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. So, okay. So the Nashville, and then you move back to Jonesboro. And at this point, do you have Jansen when you move home? No. Not yet. Okay. I still uh, was not a mom. Uh-huh. Um, I think I lived in Jonesboro for about a year. Uh-huh. And then I got um, started dating a guy here, and then I ended actually ended up uh, pregnant. And um, <laughs> those, woo, those things woo. happen. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I know. I learned how that right? happens. Huh? No. <laughs> that part. Um, but it, it, yeah. And I had her, and um, she definitely changed my world. Yeah. They have a way yeah. of doing that, you know. <laughs> so, would you say that Jansen would be? I mean, obviously she's your why, but would you say that that's what really got you, like kicking kicking into high gear, or was it something that yeah. happened later? One hundred, one hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's my why for everything. Mm-hmm. And um, like, because I know we talked about like she. I mean, it's just me and her. Yeah. You know, like she has never even met her dad. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's like we're, I say we're like two amigos. We're like a peas in a pod. Yeah. Two peas in a pod. <laughs> they come as a package, you guys. Definitely. Heck yeah, they do. So, They're awesome. Well, that is, I think, an important part of this to know, like for listeners, that you have been on your own with Jansen the whole time. So for me, that was like a huge, again, like I said, when I heard your story, I'm like, wow, that's super inspirational because I have always had Deacon's dad there, you know, and yes, I am on my own in our household, but I'm not the only one influencing him and being there for him. And you know what I mean? Like his dad had him half the time and now he lives with his dad for the majority of the year. So I was looking at that and I'm like, okay, if she can do this all on her own with, you know, this, you know, little one in tow the whole time, like there's no reason why I can tell myself that I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, I have to let that go because here's a perfect example of someone who, I mean, everyone has their struggles yeah. and my favorite well, saying think, is I, like, I think fear is the biggest stopper yeah. for mm-hmm. everybody's dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, agree. Definitely is. I mean, I was just terrified when I had her because mm-hmm. I was thinking, how am I going to do it? How am I going to work? But if there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I made the will. And I think anybody, like, I mean, look at you now. You're mm-hmm. doing it. I know. It's getting, it's <laughs> getting better. Her. We're getting there. We're getting there. So, so, um, so then I guess my next question from that would be then, do you have any advice for single moms who are trying to meet, you oh, know, man. do their, run their own business or, you know, just maybe starting out attempting to rent their own station and they've got all this to juggle? Well, I mean, like I was telling one of my, I mean, I think it's like single moms, new stylists, all that. I was telling one of my girls the other day, I said, you want to get busier? And she said, yeah. I said, start saying yes. Mm-hmm. That part. Start saying yeah. yes to everything. Yep. It doesn't matter if you don't want to do it. I was like, you're going to have to sacrifice something to start getting what yeah. you want. And um, I think with single moms, uh, find a good support system. Mm-hmm. Like, people that actually have your back, 
people that want to see you thrive. Um, because now I went from having to cut days short because I had to go get Jansen to now having an assistant yeah. paying her to do my stuff, picking up Jansen, and then having somebody run my book. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and I did that all through saying yes, no matter what time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it sucks. I mean, a lot of people are like, I'm not working on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm not working. But. Honey, if the money's green, I'll do it. Right? Yes. You know, and that's my thing. Is like, if if you want to be successful, and if you want to actually like run something and run a business, you're not ever going to stop working. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, because most of the successful people, they're they're not going out and getting drunk. They're actually sacrificing, saying, "No, I got to work." Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I just I say say yes. When you got the chance, say yes. I like that. Say yes. We've heard that one a Mm -hmm. lot, I feel like. Yeah, from a a lot of people have been just, like, their advice is to say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Never say no. You never know what door that's going to open. Exactly. And you have to do the things that most people aren't willing to do to have the things most people want to have. And that applies in so many different areas. Yeah. Yeah, I've. If, even if I don't want to do a wedding, I might meet three other girls and they might become clients. Mm-hmm. That, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So many weddings I did not want to do. <laughs> Man. Ooh. Yeah. Charging I don't 50 do bucks ahead. Uh-huh. Because I said yes to so much. So, right? That part. <laughs> well, you said. Eventually. I think that's a good yeah. point, though, because you say yes to enough and then you get to a point where you can weed back out what you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? So. Well, and I mean, you said yes all the way to your the keys to your new salon. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, yeah, and a beautiful yeah. new house. Yeah, and now oh, yeah. you can say like, I don't do weddings, but I have a stylist that does. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what. It's awesome. <laughs> and she gonna say yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's gonna say yes to that. Too. I promise you. <laughs> She's digging her ditch right okay. now. Um, so I actually kind of want to, I have a question for you as a stylist, not as a mom, but, um, what, now that you've gone from like, you know, doing your own thing and being under someone to now you are the leader of a team. Um, I'm assuming your girls are all independent stylists. Yeah. Yeah. They're all boot runners. Okay. So how, what is that like for you running now your own team? And I guess, what level of independence is there and then like your salon culture? Cause I know, um, sometimes in, in leasing situations, it can be kind of every man for themselves, but I've seen like on your Instagram and stuff that you are like, you guys definitely seem to have a really good team environment. So what's that transition been like for you to go ahead and create that in your own salon? Um, well, and I think that goes back to Miss Linda mm-hmm. at Jagged Edge, um, how she treated all her stylists. Uh, she didn't treat us just like people that were giving her money. She treated us more like a family. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I wanted to create, and I, I loved it. I love that you're with your people you work with major- more than you're with your family mm-hmm. sometimes, and you want to feel that comfort with them. So. Instead of 
trying to make them think, oh, I'm the owner of the salon. You better respect me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more, I am your friend. I'm there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, I want you to succeed. I want you to do good. Um, and you're going to have bad apples in a booth rent. I mean, dang, we've had so many. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, we've had people... I mean, my jaw is just dropped by how cutthroat the hair business kind of can be. Yeah. yeah. And um, even when you want the best for your people, they'll find something mm-hmm. to just make you mm-hmm. You're like, doing something wrong. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's crazy. They I almost will, like but... forgot how cutthroat it can be because we're so spoiled where we're at, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that I forget. I almost forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... The old days. You can, yeah, I've taught people so much stuff, and then they up and leave, and mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, like, you totally just used me. everything mm-hmm. I have. Uh-huh. That's rough. Yeah. That's something that I feel like a lot of salon owners don't talk about is how, like, it's not even, like, that you feel like you're higher than or whatever whenever you feel hurt mm-hmm. that someone came to your salon took everything that you knew, worked on it mm-hmm. under your like watch or mm-hmm. like under your mentorship and then just leaves. Like yeah. that's hurtful. It's like you, you build them up. Yeah. Right. And then they, they take that and make it their own. Mm-hmm. That's right. Which I do like, think it- is kind of how mentorships work, but it's when someone does that for you, I do feel like, it needs to be reciprocated with a certain level of like right. respect and like giving back to that business as well, which mm-hmm. doesn't always right. And that's happen. like where, you know, when I left Jagged Edge, I told Miss Linda, and it, I mean, we were in our office, we were crying, we were crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, I love you. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I feel like there's more for me. Mm-hmm. And the one thing she said to me was, Lauren, I know you need to go spread your wings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's what if I had a girl that I brought and I really taught and stuff, I would hope she would feel the same way about me. But you, a lot of times, you really do not get that kindness back, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate. Yeah, because it would be in a better place if it would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. It really is true. Mm-hmm. So, um. Let's see where are we at here. So, at one po- at what point did you open your own salon? Okay, well, you know, we had COVID. Um, we opened, I think, the October. When did when did, co- like it was right before COVID? Before COVID? Yeah, the October before everything shut down. Okay, really. yeah, that's right. Because then you guys moved into a. A bigger one, didn't huh? you? Didn't you move into a bigger one? Because I thought that you. We, maybe I'm wrong. Actually, but... we actually decorated the first room up. That's probably why. You're Is that what it, it was? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it looked like a different space. <laughs> yeah, because I, I uh, gave up my private room uh-huh. because after COVID, we had to check people in. Oh, and so okay. I said, you know what? I'll give up my private room. I'll fix up the front room. Gotcha. So I can take people in. Got it. Okay. So I sacrificed that. Okay. But well, <laughs> pardon my interruption. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, so you opened it w- the October before COVID? Was that what you Co- said? 
Yeah, and wow. then we got shut down in March. Mm-hmm. So you were open for like five months. Man, that's crazy. it was brutal. Mm. It was really tough. Well, I'm I did sorry. not like it. What is that like navigating that for a group of independent girls? I mean, was it just like okay, it's shut down and I'm paying overhead oh, yeah. and you know, I'm not getting yeah, rent was, or like it was. It was crazy. Um, so they said they had like, uh, what's that? Uh, whenever you don't have a job, unemployment. Oh my unemployment. god, unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> the government pays you. Unemployment. Yes, yeah. unemployment. That's right. Okay, I was like, dang, what is that? <laughs> um, so they had self-employed unemployment. Okay. And um, we had to file out some papers and like send in our taxes and stuff. It's crazy because we did not get the money until we came back to work. Oh, wow. <laughs> I heard yeah. that where, like, people were getting, like, 12 and 14 checks at a time. Like, I got mine immediately because I applied immediately. But, again, I was commissioned, so they just handed me everything. I turned it in, and it mm-hmm. was easy. But my stepsister yeah. had that happen where she got, like, a bunch no, of checks. No, we had us. no money coming in. Ugh. So I would just sit at home. and But i tell you what's great is, I did, and I'm not ashamed of it because I didn't know when we were going back to work. Mm-hmm. I called um, that. I got freaking food stamps because I was like, oh, I yeah. don't know when I'm going back to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I pay my taxes. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, totally. I, mean, I did too. I went and got that because I was like, I got a kid to yeah, be I here. Mean, you you know? pay, when you pay your taxes, you mm-hmm. know that's it. That's why it's called government assistance. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. But yeah. they are assisting us. So. Yeah, right? That, oh, totally. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you weren't the only one doing that, girl. I think we all were. You know? <laughs> like, think... we was doing tr- what we yeah, could. Because... I tried, but Bradley went and door dashed because he got bored and oh, that messed everything messed up. up the money. It uh... messed it all up. Because I was a sweet. I was in a suite when that oh, all happened. Were. Yeah, that was when I was in a suite and I was getting sued and there was a Panda <laughs> Express going on. It was the worst two years of my shitty, life. Shitty period. Oh my there. god. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I would have cried. Of, no, I've been like, this, it's got to get better. It's yeah, got to get better. Come on. That had to be so rough. Like having just open your own place and then having that hit. That's crazy. But yeah, it. I. I I, I went up there all the time. Mm-hmm. I kept some succulents alive still to this day. Water the plants. I, love I did. I sure watered those plants. Right. I kept that alive. Just went in there every other day and just yeah. looked at it. Yeah. Just sat there and I looked know. at it. I, it. It was like a ghost. It was weird. I it bet. was weird telling like and nothing was like it was just quiet, like creepy quiet. Oh. And the whole town was creepy quiet. It was like nothing. How many it's so on? crazy to think back about that in that. Yeah, I know. How, like, it was so weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ugh. It was, yeah. Ugh. That's a, that was, that's, that was a strange time. <laughs> Boy, yeah, we had a time last night. Right. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, if, if things hadn't gone down the way they went down for me in lockdown, I would not be here right now. So I can't that part. See, there's always good that comes out of something bad. Exactly. Exactly. So I think during COVID is when I actually found my house plan. Is that when you did that? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I started planning it during COVID. 
That's crazy. So that I means since COVID, so Lauren just built this beautiful house. She didn't do it with her own two hands, but you know, had it built this beautiful, beautiful house. Um, I'm a construction worker too. No. Right? <laughs> She's a yeah. jack of all trades. She always says yes. yes. Exactly. You know. So, so I guess let's talk about that. So, like, you come out of the pandemic, you've built this beautiful house. Business is going back to normal. Now, on top of being a mom and running a salon and doing your own clients and keeping up with your education and everything and taking care of yourself, you throw this project (laughs) of building a a whole-ass house on top of that. How long did that take? Um, The whole planning and designing of the house took, I mean, from COVID to last October. Mm -hmm. Um. Because I designed the whole house myself, um, and then it was more of a process. Like whenever the market, the house market started getting really good, mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, it's time to sell." Yeah, my house. And what's crazy is I bought the land right beside my house. Oh, you did? And, yes, and um, I'm the only one that had it the right of passageway through it because it would have been landlocked if not. Mm. I don't know. That's a whole different ballgame, the easements and all that. But um, so I was the only one that could buy it and really build on it because I owned the house before, like before it, because mm. it's on a private drive. And so I got that land for a pretty dang good price. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I found a contractor that had uh, been referred to me quite a bit. And I trusted him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He built me a beautiful home. Mm-hmm. Now, don't don't get me wrong. He built me the, our dream home. Uh, but let's just say I had to have some legal stuff go mm-hmm. on in it. Mm-hmm. Um, he lied quite a bit about Oof. stuff, and so well, that's still going on. Um, and I'm still paying people to finish out some stuff because Oof. he's kind of in trouble with the state right now. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Kind That's of like how good. we would be in trouble with state board. Oh. He's in trable with the state board of contractors. Well, that's not good. So, No, girl, it ain't. It's, she said so, it won't. Yeah, it was a real bad time. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm, we're in it, and we love it. Yeah. I'm very thankful for the opportunity <laughs> that I, I'm thankful that we we got to build it. And mm-hmm. like I always say, something good always kind of, uh, comes out of <laughs> something bad yeah. and it gave me a backbone it gave me a voice and it gave me can take no uh, no shit you can no say. shit yeah. yes <laughs> yes it, i mean because i felt like i'm like you know what nope not on mm-hmm. it i mean not now that's with everything yeah mm-hmm. so i feel like i've noticed a little bit more like just obviously social media is social media but I feel like you can almost see that it's funny that you say that because I feel like I can see a change in you of sticking you know and I think sometimes you just when you hit 35 35 was rough for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but because I'm like I'm five years from 40 but I'm like kind of now it's like I'm not taking anything Mm -hmm. if you don't want to be with me in my lane Mm -hmm. then get out of it yep that's right. I like it. Because there's really no time to deal with, I guess, like kind of petty stuff. And 
if they're going to try to screw me over, guess what? I can screw you over more. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Jay Two said. This game. It's like Jay said. If you don't like what's going on, exit the exit room. Exit the room. Yeah. Exit no, the room. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of my lane, or exit, or I'm going to exit the room. Right. Yeah. I mean, because we don't I, need that. they're only there to try to t- take you down with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, back to this part, like I said, with the house and everything and, and throwing that on your plate, how did you stay focused and not lose your mind and your passion like behind the chair? You know, sometimes you got too much on your plate and you're like, ah, I'm feeling stressed and everything work starts to feel more like work than doing what we love every day. How did you stay sane or did you stay sane throughout the process well uh i think i only cried a few times during the house building um i don't really i I stayed pretty calm Mm -hmm. uh i will say i have a great group of i have a great clientele Mm -hmm. that they would help me look for stuff they would help me you know give me advice and you know, a lot of them, even when we were going through the legal stuff, um, they gave, I mean, they gave me the people's numbers to call. They, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, it was, the, I mean, that's why I just feel very lucky to have people in my life because they, that's everybody That's the best helped. part about being a hairdresser mm-hmm. is that we do all these people's hair that have a lot of money. <laughs> and like most people yeah. that have a lot of money have a lot of people that can do things on the low, low. Right. And they'll be like, here, yeah, use they, my name. Uh-huh. I've spent millions yeah. of dollars with this company. They'll give you a discount. <laughs> like, okay. Perfect. Oh, man, or they, like, somebody knows somebody is somebody is somebody. You know, uh, like, that's right. Okay. Especially in a small yeah. town like that. Yeah. And that's, and I think during the house building is whenever I did hire uh, my assistant. Because I think mm-hmm. we're starting to get a little overwhelming. So, um, are you talking like personal assistant or assistant behind the chair? Pretty much a life assistant. <laughs> she now, this is what's so great, and I know some hairstylists are against it, but I try to hire a hairstylist assistant. But in Jonesboro, <laughs> a majority of people are all booth renters. Nobody wants to help out somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody wants to like sit and do the end work. So this girl, I did her hair, and she's actually a little senior in high school. Um, I was saying, I just need somebody to help me. She's like, um, hello, I'm yeah. here. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I was like, yes, you are. And so she started in January, but she got her hair styling license. Hair styling mm-hmm. And that's in Arkansas okay. where you can be 16 <laughs> or up, which is wild, but you can wash hair. Okay. Well, all right. Yes, and so I said, I was like, girl, you can do that. Mm-hmm. So she helps me do that. She folds the towel. She gets back to my client. I mean, So she's, she's like a your right-hand man. She is. Today she came over, brought coffee, brought donuts, and then we got to work on Jansen's room. There you go. You know, she, she's like a little sister I never had. Like, mm-hmm. I look at her like family now. Oh, that's, that's so cute. sweet. So she's, she's pretty great. Yeah. So. <laughs> But yeah, she's uh, she's definitely kept me sane. I tell her that. I said, mm-hmm. I hate that I have to pay you to be my friend. And I'm, <laughs> like to be your mom, but <laughs> I was like, 
and I could Thanks be your mom. for everything you do. Yeah, that's so <laughs> funny. No, she's, she's a cool kid. I, I'm very thankful for her. So she's got a like, bright future. That's really cute. It sounds like your clientele even has become, like, part of your support system. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, man, yeah, they're awesome. Uh, a lot of them have been around since dancing, mm-hmm. and they've all seen me grow. And I know sometimes I post and you see people say, I'm so proud of you. I love watching you grow. I Aww. love seeing where you came from because, I mean, I honestly, I, I don't have a family that, I mean, I have a family. My family's great, but mm-hmm. my family can't support me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't come from money. I don't come from in, really much of anything, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> um, we're all hard workers, but in my never did I dream I could do what I'm doing now yeah and feel confident in what I'm doing now I know I love it that's so great not not all people can say that they have made their own dreams come true you know what I mean and I think that's really cool that you can I think it's all I mean a lot of dedication and finding your why Mm -hmm. why are you doing this why are you working so hard for it what do you want to see and then you just got to keep building your goals yeah. And don't have a plan B because if you have a plan B, then you'll back, you'll fall back. That's that. right. Ooh, that part. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. This is my only option, really? girl. I got to get good at this. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. There's no option to fail. You just got to do it. And yeah. if you fail, guess what? You just got to do something different and keep going with mm-hmm. that. Yes. That's been something that I feel like I have been working through personally myself is like learning that it's okay to fail. And if you do fail, like it doesn't mean you have to quit. It just means you have to try something different, Mm -hmm. you know? So I like it. I like it. So Lauren, we ask everybody that um, we interview on this podcast, uh, two questions. Do you want to ask? You start. Yeah. You want me to ask the first one? Okay. So I want you to close your eyes. Think back to the moment that you just took a step back, looked at yourself in the mirror, and said, I think I did it. Bitch, I did that. (laughs) And I did that by myself. And I want everybody listening to also think that. Yeah. And then tell yourself. Am I supposed to keep closing my eyes? No, you can open your eyes. There you go. Go ahead. Um, probably when I signed the papers to build our dream home. Mm-hmm. And definitely more goals are going to be made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've, I said, definitely have more goals. She said, this is amazing, but bitch, I'm just getting started. That's <laughs> right. Pretty. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. We ain't stopping here, humbling, okay? In the most yeah. humbling way. Like, yeah. definitely not talking confident in no. way. No. Yes, no. absolutely. That's well, great. and that was the that was the point of the question, is mm-hmm. to, like, actually sit back, think, and, like, celebrate yourself for something that you've done. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, because I promise, I, I don't know if y'all ever write down goals, but I, um, I write down goals. And mm-hmm. I still have some from almost, like, 17 years ago. Oh, it's wow. on a little yellow piece of paper mm-hmm. and uh, finished all those goals and now I, whenever I had dancing I said I'm going to have a home for 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure she's taken care of. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You are so, doing it, baby. Mm-hmm. And I know. Just play I think, with hair. Yep. I'm going to try. I'm going to at least try. <laughs> I love it. Well, so we already decided there's no pits. But mm-hmm. sometimes when things happen that don't are not wonderful, um, we like to not call them failures. We call them opportunities for growth. So what would you say has been the moment in contrast to the, your biggest accomplishment? What would you say was the moment that you felt like was the biggest growth moment in your career? Like, see, I think I, I really do. I'm the type of person that thinks beyond the surface mm-hmm. of things. It's not always black and white. Um, Cause you can do 10 people's heads of hair and have one person get mad mm-hmm. and you feel like the worst person. Mm-hmm. But that's just our brain. I mean, I just, I think I try to plug my brain into thinking, you know what? I learned from that mistake. Yeah. I learned from doing this. I've like every, like when you say like it's all opportunity mm-hmm. growth, I mean, you just, you got to take it and you got to say, shit, I can't change that. Yeah. <laughs> so well, guess what? Done. I'm not going to sulk over here. Yeah. And get myself in a deeper hole. I'm just gonna learn from it and keep going forward. Yeah, yeah. So what? Like, I mean, what do you feel like? There's a moment that stands out for you like that. That was probably the one of those big moments that you were like, okay, we need to pivot. Uh, yeah. Probably the moment that stands out for me. And I know I talk about the house a lot, but mm-hmm. I mean, that's something I was really wanting to give my daughter yeah. to me. Um, mm-hmm. The bank that I went to and the guy that I was working with for a year, he said, you do this, I can get you this house loan. Mm-hmm. I did everything he told me to do, and guess what? I got denied. Mm-hmm. I got denied, and I sat on this bench and cried like mm-hmm. a baby, mm-hmm. thinking my all my dreams, all my dreams. But guess what? I did not stop. I went to another bank. I mm-hmm. said, look here, I got this much in the bank. I got this for collateral. Mm-hmm. I got this. And got my house loan. (laughs) You know, like that's that's the thing is like I mean, that door was completely shut in my face without even question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I could have just said, Well crap, that's not gonna happen Mm -hmm. and just stayed where I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I was like, No, I'm I'm gonna keep growing. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. So I set myself you know, I, I was like, I'm going to do this for myself. Like, mm-hmm. uh, disciplining, I guess, myself. Or you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you decided you weren't going to take no for an answer. You're going to make it I, happen. I think opportunity growth. I decided I'm not going to take no because nobody can. Only I can tell me no because I'm just going to keep trying. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's great. Mm-hmm. Turn no into K N O W. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let I me like know. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Um. Okay. Cool. And then I guess just to wrap it up, um, what are some of those? If you're comfortable sharing, what are some of those other goals that you have for your future? Um. I, I can't share too much, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but whenever I speak about support systems, mm-hmm. um, everything, like, I, I definitely like the driven kind of people, mm-hmm. and um, so there is 
changes that's going to happen in the future mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, God is definitely, and I, I mean, I know some people are like, God, God, but we're, we're in the South. I'm yeah, girl, you're fine. <laughs> I just, you know, that's, that's, I'm definitely one of those that I'm like, okay, that's my faith. That's mm-hmm. my hope. But, um, has shown me a few things. Life has, uh, threw some curveballs at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, support systems and um that is something that i am probably going to uh focus more on okay with a team maybe a team um okay i can't say too much i'm really horrible but uh that that might be in the works okay something like that well maybe we'll have to have you back on when it's when it's it's gonna be exciting it's gonna be fun uh (laughs) I'm just spreading my wings even more. I love it. Good go. for you, Lauren. Oh. Cool. Well, um, Ice Tea. Yes, Ice Tea. You have this one. I have this one. So this is our little segment that we do at the end of the podcast, where we just talk about pop culture <laughs> that Hunter and I are very late to. Um, so it'll only be a minute. But uh, our Ice Tea for today. Is that um, Chloe Kardashian and Tristan Thomas are having another baby? Thompson. Thompson. See, Thompson. this is how much I care. <laughs> Tristan how many? Ba- how many kids does she have? So though? now this will make it two kids. Right. Um, but the twist is that everybody knows about him being a cheater or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they are having this baby via surrogate. Right, so it was a decision made yes. after she knew that he cheated on her. Actually, what? I think, so the baby is like, right. it's like, do, well, I guess he's cheated multiple times, right? So he's Several many, they yeah. Broke up, they, cheated, they broke up, they broke up, there's all these rumors. But the kicker, I think, this last time was that he had knocked up another girl. So now everybody, or that he, it came out that he was the father of some chick's baby. Right. And so now everybody's like, girl, Chloe, what are you doing? But the kicker is, is that it's via surrogate. And the baby's either been born as of right now when we're recording this, or it's going to be due any day. So poor Chloe's getting all this hate because people are like, girl, what are you doing? When in reality, it was via surrogate. And she made, they made that decision before, before she knew. all that stuff came out. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> damn. I mean, I, why, okay. It's the Kardashians. Could it be simple? Right, no. The Kardashian girls always have surrogates. Well, I think I think they did the last one or two because she had pregnancy problems. I thought. Yeah, Kim had two kids, mm-hmm. and then she like if she had another one, she would die. But she really wanted a big family, so she had three or two by surrogate, mm-hmm. and then. Courtney has had all of hers. Kylie's had all of hers. Kendall doesn't have any. Chloe has had one, one. and is surrogating another, I guess. Probably so she didn't That's have a to big touch family. man again. <laughs> I mean, it is a big family. And th- that family keeps men around. Yeah, they do. Which is weird to me. I can't even keep a man for a week. <laughs> Girl, me neither. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. what? Sorry, I said hi Get this morning. Out. He doesn't like me. 
Oh, God. I just keep them around when they shouldn't stick around. But speaking of Kim's kids, uh, did you see where Kim and North went to that fashion show together? And they were matching in, like, this punk rock outfit? Mm -hmm. Well, there were people taking pictures of North from, like, across the room. And she took, like, a piece of paper and it just said, stop taking pictures of me. And held it up to the camera. What a little badass. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I'm over Bless this. Her, though. She's going to come up being like punching paparazzi or something. I know. I know. She's just like, well, what is she going to do? Like, she has to be famous. I mean, mm-hmm. could you imagine? I think all of them are. Yeah. They're, they're born to, a, to fame. Into a life. <laughs> to a dynasty. Of, yeah. I mean, I don't know how I... I mean, what can you do? You don't get a pick, but like, <laughs> it like, would be I mean, real nice to grow up with all that money and have everything you want. But at the same time, like, is it worth the trade off of people just taking pictures of you trying to go get coffee? Like, right? Oh, I wouldn't. I I'm too, I, I'm a I I'm that. such a, like, a more. Honey, I haven't Weird washed my hair in the two days that I have had off. I was just going to say I'm that. not trying to have pictures taken of me. If I was a celebrity, it would be the grossest, like, they're just like us pictures, because I would have no makeup on. Like, <laughs> hair hasn't been washed in three days. I'm out running errands, like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think I have, like, spray tan on my shirt, and then <laughs> my tape ends are showing. Because I, I got COVID hair. Yeah. No. That's why I chopped all my hair off. I saw your post about that. You look so cute with short hair. I didn't really like think well, about thanks. that. Thanks. I feel like a real, like a real mom. Like You're a, not the only one. A lot cute, of people like, that. But yeah, I, I miss the long hair. But I'm enjoying the your short soccer hair. mom haircut right now. I, do, I know, <laughs> but then I got these sweatpants on. Oh, there you go. Those girl. are cute. They though. are cute. Thanks. They're like I don't know if y'all ever heard Aviator Nation, but I freaking love that brand. I saw it and on it, your story. I always get it on the sale price or the Poshmark. Yeah. Price. Oh, there you go. That's mm. smart. Because I'm not paying. I, I don't want to pay full price for it. <laughs> I feel like I've learned so much since I moved to the South about, like, how to get deals on secondhand, secondhand luxury Sure, I items. can get you deals left I know. and right. Everybody's telling me all I'm these like secrets. I'm like that uh, bargain shopper. I will never pay full price for anything. Have you ever shopped on those sites like Thrifty or uh, ThreadUp? Or any of those? Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Uh-huh. I love thread up. Good stuff. It's you know, consignment, but they have like everything. This is something y'all need to look up. Uh, and this is, man, I'm telling my biggest secret. I don't <laughs> even know how to say it. Vestiaire. Uh, Vestiaire. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. Yes. That it's secondhand. Best. Okay. Yeah, now you I've can got get like finer stuff, and you can bar- you can make offers on it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like a bit on it, like of eBay style? for a hundred bucks. Hey, Ooh. I know it's like the flea market of designer. Hey, it's fun. There you oh, go. Awesome shopping. I love it. Oh. <laughs> All righty. Well, I think that basically is our time. So, yes. Lauren, thank you so much Aww. for doing this with us. We really, really appreciate oh. it. Thanks. Yes. I'm gonna have to get up once I get a weekend free, or you can come down here and party in lovely Arkansas. I mean, I'm not really <laughs> on party might, vibes these days anymore. We but... might go frog digging. You know, we <gasps> might look at deer. I would you love know, to do that. <laughs> go yeah. possum kicking. Well, I miss my time out in the country. The pass by. Oh <laughs> yes, I'll totally do that with you. I love <laughs> it. Oh, oh yeah. All right, yeah, darling. it's perfect time because I think dancing actually they just got out. 
So okay, perfect timing. Yeah, well, cool. this we has been another episode of Break Room Banter. If you want to follow us on our social media journeys, mine is at Hair X Hunter across all platforms. And I am Erica the Redhead across all platforms. <laughs> and our podcast is at Break Room Banter Pod or across platforms. Mm-hmm. Our guests and uh, platforms are Lauren Eggers. <laughs> Lauren Eggers. Do you have an Instagram that you want to direct people to? Oh. Yeah, see, I'm I'm still not in the Instagram world. My assistant does that, <laughs> uh, but I do get on it. Uh, Lauren Alamode. Mm-hmm. Lauren L L. Oh shoot. Lauren A L A M O D. All right. Ooh. Lauren Alamode. Love it. Love it. All right. Yeah. Well, until next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye.